Hi, welcome to this week's Perp Take. I'm joined by Carson Chapel, Paul Kircher, and as always, Mr. Saris. I'm Ethan Spazarski, and today we're going to talk about the Steelers' Week 3 matchup coming up against the Cincinnati Bengals, and then we'll move it in to the MLB postseason. All right, so this week the Pittsburgh Steelers are hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, both teams are coming in with a record of 1-1. One and one. Mr. Saris, what did you think last week of the Steelers' performance against the Raiders? Against the Raiders, my analysis was that there were too many injuries on the defense side of the ball. Um, start up front, defensive line, Tyson Alu-Alu got hurt. Stephon Tuitt's already hurt. You move to the linebackers, you got T.J. Watt that gets hurt. Devin Bush is out with two guys that have a groin injury. And then you move to the secondary. Joe Hayden gets hurt. He also with a groin injury. I just think there was too many, too many injuries on the defensive side of the ball for the Steelers. It seems to me that that defensive side of the ball, the Steelers, that's where they need to excel. And last week they weren't even able to get off the field, create turnovers, things like that. So that was the defense was a big response or was responsible for that loss last week. It's kind of funny, that, uh, the Steelers seem to always be relying on that defense, and now that it's starting to crumble, the offense really needs to step up. Uh, and last week, I was there at the game, and I did not see, I saw a few good plays, a good sparks, but there wasn't anything too major. We got a lot of good pieces, but we can't be, we haven't been able to put it together. Deontay Johnson can go deep. Chase Claypool only caught one of the three deep balls, bent through at him. And I mean, the Raiders just came at him hard. Max Crosby rushed Ben 10 times that game. Now Ben's questionable with the pectoral injury he's dealing with, so he's questionable. I think that's interesting, and I also think Najee Harris is getting a lot of dirt thrown on him, but at the same time, he has to, you have to understand with what he's working with. Uh, I mean, that stiff arm he proved last week, that was nice. He threw that, was, he got that 25-yard touchdown reception, his first touchdown in the NFL, but I think this is where Najee and Deontay and them really got to step up, especially as leaders, and really take over for this defense that's lacking with injuries. And I, I think when you when you talk offense, one stat I saw this week is Steelers are attacking the perimeter. Nothing over the middle. I mean, Chase, Chase Claypool, excuse me, got it backwards. 6'4", 210 pounds. He, he's a solid receiver when it, physically. Send him over the middle. Let's, let's try to open. The Steelers need to try to open that up. Um, again, it, that stat shows that they attack the perimeter instead of the more of the middle of the field. So I, I think this week, you know, playing the Bengals, hopefully, you know, some of these injuries, some of these guys come back uh, to play. I think Roethlisberger, you mentioned it, pectoral injury. I think we know Ben Roethlisberger over the course of his career in Pittsburgh. He'll play. Um, that's that, oh, woe is me with, the Roethl with Roethlisberger. And then he'll go out and have three, four touchdown passes in a big game. I think it's also important to remember this Bengals team that's coming in. They're not a usual Bengals team. Uh, they're in the middle of the rebuild, but they've also been showing some promise. In the draft, their first pick, instead of going out and getting an offensive lineman like they should have, they went out and got Jamar Chase, uh, Joe Burrow's little buddy out of LSU. And while he only has seven receptions this year, he has 155 receiving yards and a touch, or two touchdowns, excuse me. So he's proving a big ball. He's proving as he can go down the field, make plays. They also got Tyler Borden, T. Higgins. Don't forget that. And then Joe Mixon tearing it up. He's second most rushing yards in the league with 196 yards. Uh, so they've proven that they can run and pass. It's going to be difficult 
for the Steelers this week. To be honest, coming off of last week, I personally, my game pick is going to be Bengals. I say Bengals are going to win. I, th- I know the Steelers technically are a better team, but right now with the momentum, I think that carries the biggest factor, and I think that's going to define this game. I think that uh, if it isn't Joe Mixon, it's going to be Jamar Chase. They're going to have come out with a good game. Bengals are going to win on, the, on top. No, I'm totally on the opposite side. I think this is a rebound game for the Steelers. I think it, the margin of victory is going to be predicated on the number of players that come back to play, You know, especially on the defensive side of the ball. If we're full health, I could see, you know, obviously Tyson Alou is not going to play. He's out for the year with a fractured ankle. However, that being said, you get Joe Hayden back, Devin Bush comes back, TJ Watt comes back. You get these guys back. I can see 31, anywhere, Steelers scoring 31. I can see anywhere for the Bengals going from 17 all the way down to 7. So that that's the, the wide range that I'll have when it comes to the, my prediction for this week. Fun fact, does anybody in this room know who leads the Steelers and tackles us so far this season two weeks in? Robert Spillane. No, not there. Joe Schobert, 16 tackles. He was put a lot in coverage last week. I saw him a lot, a lot of running coverage with Darren Waller. So I'm excited to see what he's able to do too. Um, but nonetheless, so we're going to turn it over now. We're going to head over to the MLB postseason. Carson and Paul are going to take the lead. Um, so, Paul, take it away. All right, so for the MLB wild card for the American League, I think Toronto is going to be out, beat out New York, the Yankees, uh, for the wild card spot. And the reason I think that is because Toronto has a lot of power with Marcus Simeon, Vlad Guerrero, and uh, yeah, I just with Vlad having 46 home runs and basically leading the home run standings, I believe Toronto is going to beat out New York. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Paul. Uh, I love the Blue Jays. That's my team right there. Uh, they got them young stars that just mash the baseball. They got good pitchers too, like Nate Pearson, Jose Barrios, who they picked up from uh, the Twins. Um, yeah, I, I don't think the Yankees will be able to just win that many games. Like uh, they, they just won't stick up. Uh, but another team that I like right now is uh, the Cardinals. They've been on a very hot streak right now. And uh, the Cincinnati Reds, they're going to have to pick it up. They're going to have to really fight for a wild card spot. Uh, now, for me, I'm really excited when this, these wild card matchups come out. I think it's going to be a great one game Winner take all. My hope, I'm a Yankees fan, um, so it's going to be me. I can see the Yankees, you know, it's going to be Yankees, Red Sox. How can it not be any better in Fenway Park? One game to advance. Uh, I, I see the Yankees going to get hot here. Severino's back. Garrett Cole, obviously, at the top. Some of these other pitchers are starting to come back. Domingo Herman, and then you also um, got J- Jameson Tyon's going to come back. He's in a rehab assignment. So I think pitching's going to lead up, hopefully, next week lead them into the wild card and Carson I'm with you I like the Cardinals um, I know they'll match up against the Dodgers it's going to be tough with Max Scherzer one game series again but again those two games if it comes down to those four teams and based on predictions here we're at different places but those four teams that would be two great nights of baseball Dodgers Cardinals Red Sox Yankees leading into the to the divisional series from there but I think it'll be great baseball I think something that a lot of us find interesting is, remember the Reds last year, what, finished last in the division? Remember the Pirates? They finished last in the division, now here they are. 
only uh, I think it was four and a half games out of the wild card spot. Cardinals won 11 in a row. Um, but to be honest, if we're thinking about it, Philly is also four and a half games back. So the Reds not only have to fend off division rivals with the Cardinals, they got to handle the Phillies too and make sure they don't be known for that wild card spot. However, I'm with all of you guys. I'm going to stick with it. I think the Cardinals keep that wild card spot. And like Mr. Saris was mentioning about the hype in the games, if the Dodgers played the cards, that'd be pretty pretty cool down there. I um, But I'm also going to go with Carson on this one. The, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays, they're my team. I really enjoy them. And Vladdy Guerrero, he's just entertained to watch. It's it's all it's very important to remember that I mean it's while they um while the Yankees are have the better record right now, they're up a half game. I think we gotta remember these uh these Blue Jays team. Was, they were forty two and forty one, I believe, coming out of uh, coming into the all star break. So I'm really excited to see them. Vladdy, I'm excited to see Bo Bichette, Marcus Simeon. I wanna see some action here. I think it'll be exciting, especially with division rivals taking on the wild card. But, uh, yeah, I'll go Toronto and St. Louis to uh, win off the second wildcard spots. It seems like you guys are all on the Toronto bandwagon mm-hmm. here. I mean, you, you talk about these young guys, and maybe that's the differences in ages here. You know, you have the young guys. You like those, you know, the Vlad Guerreros, the Bo Bichettes, uh, Marcus Simeon, Calvin Biggio, those young guys. But I guess I'm a traditionalist when it comes to the Yankees. I mean, you can go right around. Judge, Stanton, you have Gallo, you have Rizzo, Gary Stanton. Paul was talking power. I'll take those five guys against your five guys, and we'll see how we're going to play. Remember, this is the same guy that said the Chicago Cubs were going to win the NL Central this year and come out on top. i just like to mark that. I do remember that. And But in his defense, Javi, Rizzo, Chris Bryant, they're all moving on. Um, so now we're going to move on to something I find interesting. Eddie, who do you think is going to take it all as we enter this postseason? Right now, who are, what's your picks? Who's won the World Series, Paul? Uh, in my opinion, I think it's looking like the Dodgers are going to take it. With Clayton Kershaw just coming off the I.L., he's pitching really good. And I, I like Max Scherzer, that trade at the trade deadline. That was a big trade for the Dodgers. They got Trey Turner. He's been doing good for them. And, yeah, I think the Dodgers will pull this out. Uh, uh, I'm going to have to go with the Blue Jays again. Like, uh, I, like the, I like the young studs. But, you know, you got to get past that wild card. You're going to have that number one stud. He's going to have to beat the other number one stud. Um, so, you know, then past that, you gotta you got to keep pitching. you got to have the better pitchers than other people, you know. It's going to be hard for the Blue Jays, but I think they'll come through. And you should know that. You pitch for the Fighting Islanders. I did Pitching pitch. wins championships, does it not? Yeah. Pitching wins championships. So who pitches for Toronto? Jose Barrios, Nate Pearson. So I'll take a Garrett Cole, Luis Severino against that. And I'll, my pick, and I know this is a little bit of a stretch because you look at some of these teams, the White Sox are tough. You look out west, I believe it's the A's. In uh, the central things like that, I'm still I'm gonna ride my Yankees. I think once they get in, if they get in, they they got some tall, you know, tasks to to complete to get there. But once they get on a roll and start hitting the ball, and you know Carson again, Paul, you got you guys know as baseball players here, hitting is contagious. You get one guy hits, 
Two guy hits, next thing you know, you have a big inning, you score seven. And I think the Yankees have the resources to do that. Again, I'll take Garrett Cole day in and day out. I'm going to uh... – I'm going to kind of ride along with Paul, but at the same time, I'm not. Uh, it's either going to be the Giants or the Dodgers. There's no two better teams at baseball right now, if we're being real. I get it. You know, the Rays are looking hot. Houston may come back. They've been doing really good in the postseason recently when they're not cheating. Uh, Milwaukee, Atlanta, but let's be real. It's If it's not going to be the Giants, it's going to be the Dodgers because the Giants are on a hot streak all year. They've been performing. They were the fastest teams to, what, 70 wins, 80 wins? They, they're rolling, they're making progress, they're hitting balls, and they're pitching well. But I also think I also think that Trey Turner and that Max Scherzer trade really seals the deal. So I'll go, I'll go Giants, but if not that, then Dodgers. All right, that's going to wrap it up for today's Perp Take. I'm Ethan Spazarski. I'm Paul Kircher, Carson Chapel, and Mr. Saris. And as always, thank you for tuning in.